You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to the Ratchet Ramblers podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. I go by Silky Johnston on Instagram. And Facebook is like a distant cousin twice removed. I don't really know them like that. So get the hell luck, everybody. And today, I my AKA will be, do not let your audacity write you a competition that your looks cannot compete in. And I'll leave Ooh. it at that. Ooh, okay. Ooh, and wow. I'm joined by. Hello, everybody. It is I. It's Candice, aka the HBIC, aka National Newlywed PC on all social media. Um, but my biggest aka is don't let what I'm going through make you forget that I will beat your ass. Okay. Mm, that is a word. Don't let my trials and tribulations make you think I'm weak. I'll show you some trials and tribulations. I'll tell you what. This ain't that. Okay. Um, and before I introduce our special guest, um, I just want to give a, a thank you to all of our listeners, people that support us. Um, if you've paid, you know, even an ounce of attention, you know what's been going on with me because I feel like I've been very transparent about it. And I appreciate the thoughts, the prayers, the check-ins. Um the kind words, the DMs, you know, all of the, all of the kindness that I've received. London here, say hi. Say hey. No, you don't need my ear pod. Is you okay? <laughs> London is here. Here's why baby alive don't have no clothes on. Please put some clothes on your baby. I can see her naked butt. AKA, I, AKA I can see her naked butt. Um, but yeah, just thank you. Thank you to everybody for the support. Thank you to all of the other co-hosts on the network for holding me down, being helpful, stepping up. Um, I love y'all. And we have a special guest, a friend of the show, a friend of the network, just a friend, a sister. Uh, Stephanie from Mocha Minutes is here, everybody. Hey, Stephanie. Hello, hello. Is this my time to give my AKAs? Cause yes, ma'am. Run it up. A- hello, this is Stephanie, AKA Sunshine, AKA really tired of you niggas who don't know shit, AKA baby, this is my house. If you reply to my tweet and I tell you to go to hell, I mean it. Go to hell. Don't ask me to leave. And also stop being so fucking stupid behind celebrities. They don't know you. They don't know who you are. They'll never see this tweet. And you're still a goddamn goofy. Good to hell up. Well, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> also, read the goddamn room. Please. Pie face, oh. Tegan. Let me I tell see. you something, bitch, while we here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got time today. I'm on vacation. Um, <laughs> you don't like black women. Mm. This much is true. You don't like black women and you don't like black girls. Mm. Um, but you like sucking black dick. 
and having mm. black babies with mm. and, and with pie faces as well. Your husband can't whip my ass. He can't get me canceled from nothing. He can't get me suspended off a complex show for calling you a bitch. But bitch, stay out of black women's fucking business and stop trying to always make black women the butt of your fucking jokes. Make that flat ass pie face of yours the butt of a fucking joke. Make that misshapen, mishappen ass body you deal with every day to butter somebody's joke. Read the fucking room. When we go, stop going private when we dig in your ass. Bitch, you wrong. Because that? if you would shut up and mind your business, it, it wouldn't be this. I don't expect much from niggas because niggas is going to be niggas. Mm-hmm. But what I expect from women, especially women like you who love going on tirades and rants about how you're trolled on social media, you should have been the very last person to have any form of a joke involving Megan Thee Stallion. She mm-hmm. just said she feels she does not feel supported. She feels like mm-hmm. people are making a mockery and ridiculing her for a situation where she was harmed, that she's been traumatized in. So mm-hmm. there should have been no jokes, period. If you consider yourself a woman's woman and you understand what it's like for social media to troll you and dig at you and constantly, you know, try to berate you, you should have shut the fuck up. You should have mm-hmm. shut the fuck up and ate them dry ass food from them fucking recipes and that stupid ass recipe book you got. Mm-hmm. Mm. Stop craving to be a goddamn bird. You not, listen, you funny looking, but you not funny. You are far less funny than you than you what you think you really are. And I wish your fucking husband would tell you that. You are not a comedian. You are not funny. You're not that witty. You're not that cute. Your hair dusty. Mm-hmm. Your butt flat. Damn. And I will never forget you calling. Um, calling a little black girl a cunt because she wanted people to properly learn how to spell and pronounce her name. A bitch exactly. named Chrissy Teigen. Mm. And double down on it. And it mm-hmm. took you years to delete the tweet, if it's deleted. And you never actually apologized for it. Right. Mm. And to those of you who are black and you put on a cape for Chrissy Teigen, what a, what a nasty hill to die on. Mm. I, if I got a down the hill it won't be for no non-black woman I can mm. fucking tell you that I don't give mm. a fuck if she if people were actually overreacting I'm not coming to the defense of no non-black women cause as we can see non-black women do not be coming to the defense of us mm-hmm. the bitch sitting up here making jokes after somebody asked to not be made a joke of to just kind of be left alone so they could deal with what they going through Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm glad you locked them tweets up, but never forget you can still get slapped in your fucking face too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not lost to me that you don't seem to be making any of these jokes for your buddies, the Kardashians. It seemed to always not be one mm. of them. And there's plenty of jokes. Them jokes fly, and you mm. don't make any of them. It doesn't even occur to you. And always remember, a real nigga, a real bitch will beat your ass. Mostly, when I say real nigga, I mean women, because I don't condone no man beating you up. But Mm -hmm. I'm a real nigga, and I'll beat you the fuck up. (laughs) For real. Well. 
I think that uh, we are off to a rousing start. <laughs> For real, because Meg has been treated like shit in this whole ordeal. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. if this, when it's when it's niggas that's getting shot. It be prayers for them and niggas. It's always another nigga jealous trying to hurt hurt somebody that's successful. But y'all got all kind of jokes for Meg. Mm-hmm. Points have been nah. made, and it's even worse because because from the looks of it, it's a domestic a domestic situation, yeah. a form of domestic violence. Yeah, y'all gonna let this little say- five foot three hundred twenty pound Lilliputian leprechaun ass nigga. Float on by. We're... What I always say, you can't root for niggas for too long because they'll always disappoint you. But can I say something? Please forgive me. Have y'all seen Tory Lane's hands? No, I have not. Have y'all seen his fingers? Google Tory Lane. Fingers. Google Tory Lane's fingers, and honestly, that nigga would have to shoot me too. Don't put your hands on me, cause he got them hands that look like they missing a chromosome or something. You know, with the real big ass nail beds that look like tree stumps, <laughs> you would have had to get the strap for me. You would not, if you put your hands on me, I would have bit your goddamn ear off like Mike Tyson. Oh no! Oh, no. I, mm, that, mm. I was like, woo. are these Pokemon claws? What is? I, mm. Do not, do not, do not mm. touch me with them fucking fingers, man. These look like Charizard hands. I don't, I don't like, I don't not, like this. It's creep it creep you out, don't it? Okay, that's not I'm so sorry, y'all. I got a sidetrack. Um, network announcements. Please, please, please help us get these scholarship opportunities into the right hands. Y'all know if you've been to college, if you tried to go to college, but you didn't finish, if you finish, if you've been to grad school, it don't matter. Y'all know how expensive this shit is, and y'all know how strapped college students be for cash. And we want to give two black LGBTQIA college students $500 each to help them with this upcoming academic year. They could be in a two to four year university. You just have to be in good academic standing enrolled at least half time. You ain't even got to be full time because I understand the struggle. And sometimes you got to go to school half time and work the other half of the time. So if you know somebody, if you know somebody's, please get that in their right, get that in their hands. Go to flawlessnoises.com backslash scholarship. The application process is very simple. It's not long. It's not drawn out. I don't need to know what color panties or boxes you wore today. I just want to know, is your grades good? And are you enrolled at least half time? And do you contribute to the community that you're a part of? That's all I want to know. That's it. So please share it. It's pinned on the Flawless Noises uh, Twitter page. It's pinned on my Twitter page, Not So Newly Web PC. Um, help us get that money to those to two students who could really use it. Um, yeah, we'll be on vacation next week. So this is the last show going out. Uh, we all need a break because we have been moving nonstop uh, in the pandemic with Curtis passing and so on. So the network is taking a break for this week coming up. Um, but feel free to go back and listen to some of the shows that are already out. You won't be disappointed so many good shows on the network we're giving you content uh and i think that's that yes to the bullshit (laughs) three shows black ink love and marriage huntsville uh marriage boot camp three shows three niggas three shows and a bunch of ratchetry niggatry (laughs) 
Um, we're gonna kick it off with Black Ink Chicago. Ryan, boy, fuck you. <laughs> First, before that, again, our heart goes out to Charmaine. I cannot imagine having to prepare to become a mama so soon after bearing your own mama. Um, mm-hmm. I'm and glad that COVID. you in the middle of a pandemic so I'm glad you were finding support and ways to cope so that you can be prepared to be a new mommy shout out to you for that um Ryan you delusional than a motherfucker because you you say (laughs) how you feel like you and Rachel vibing and Rachel like me and this nigga still ain't on the same page this you like Ryan. You did. You all lack that. so much self awareness. It is crazy. It is, it is. It is hilariously sad. Like you did all of that carrying on about how you didn't leave Kitty on, which was a lie. Oh, uh, well, well, th- well. Let me tell you about how you did all that carrying on, lying, talk about you didn't tell Kitty you wanted a relationship with her. Then they wrote the receipts on that, and you lie. You gaslit her, made her out look look to be crazy. Made it seem like you were trying, you and Rachel was together and, and trying to get quote unquote get your family back. Then of course we have to hear from the woman, the real T. Nigga, you still on some bullshit. <laughs> like, what was the point, Ryan? What was the fucking point of all that carrying on and lying that you did? You did all that work to go to that therapist and do the work to be better, and you still on some fuck shit. <laughs> you still a piece of shit. You're still a piece of shit. Right. You did all that motherfucker performing and you still the clown in the circus. I'll be damned. Krusty. Krusty the clown. Mm. Again, the, the only difference between you and Caesar is that you're attractive. That is the only difference. And I think you might be worse than Caesar. Because you would even play, at least Caesar draw boundaries with his kid, mom. You know, right? He he don't fair. he don't lead her on. He don't make her believe they could ever have anything going, and that he wants his family back. He strictly he wants to be co-parent. a good dad to the daughter and co-parent. That's it. He strictly wants to co-parent. What's the bitch name? Cheyenne. Yes. You, you keep talking about wanting your family back, wanting your baby mama back, wanting this back, and you still you you started up a whole new relationship with Kitty and was acting like you was ready to move on, telling the therapist, I'm ready to move on. Even told Kitty, like, I'm ready to move on, start dating again. I won't disrespect you. A, B, C, D, F, G, disrespecting your mm. bitch. <laughs> you bitch ass nigga. Brian. Listen, I'm on your neck all season because <laughs> it ain't shit. no reason for it. Like, leave these fucking women alone. Get, it's you. Be by yourself. Be, God damn. Learn to be honest with these women and then you probably would get a woman that's with the same shit that you with. You keep right. going in here playing these bullshit games with women that's looking for relationships and want to settle down and you ain't really looking for that. Honestly, he he had that with Kitty because Kitty was like, I'm with whatever. Just be honest. And the nigga wasn't honest. <laughs> a bum. Speaking of not being honest, Charmaine, you full of shit. Full of shit. You full of shit. And you didn't forget to tell Kitty shit. You was a coward. You wasn't going to tell Kitty shit. You a coward. And the thing is, the setup that you want, I think it's a good one. Kitty helping manage the overall shop, the brand, the needs of the shop, making sure boo friend and shit is being paid, 
you know, making sure y'all staying up the code and not violating and things of that may, things of that nature. And yes, I do believe Jess should manage the artist. You're not a tattoo artist. I do not believe non-tattoo artists should be managing the creative side of a tattoo shop. And, and I agree with Jess when she said neither Kitty nor Charmaine should be in charge of that. Y'all are not seasoned artists. Y'all do not know what to look for in work. Because sometimes a tattoo can look good from afar and up close. It's shitty. Yeah, I agree with that. And we've seen evidence of that. With The problem I have with Jess, though, is you ran out on that because you was feeling threatened because you wasn't managing the rest of the duties of the shop when you said you could handle it all and you did it. That's my issue with Jess. I agree. Like she came back, she's coming back, taking all this credit, like all these artists that I have brought into Sex City Inc. Last time I checked, Kitty hired them people. Cause ain't shit that has changed since Kitty been running over, I mean, has taken over. Just ain't do none of that shit. Like that's my thing with Jess. I agree with you. Kitty, you know, shouldn't be in charge of artists. You know, she's not a tattoo artist. She can run like the administrative side of things, but as far yeah. as like the, the product and stuff, I agree. That's can be Jess's domain. My issue is Jess and has not shown that. We can't even say she... the financials because we remember Kitty fucked up and had everybody thinking, um, that Mel stole ten thousand dollars from uh, right, and we ain't never gonna forget. Like Kitty, you can't count, so you don't need to be in charge of that. However, so I do agree that should be different roles and different boundaries for Kitty and Jess. My thing is though, Jess has not shown that one, she gives a fuck of enough to do it, and two, she a petty ass bitch. And and I also blame Charmaine because yes. you should have sat down with these two women and had a meeting and said. This is the way I want the shop to be run, and this is why. Yes, because you both put them in positions where they thought they was in charge, and and they are butting heads because of what you have told and instilled in them. And as the owner, Charmaine, that falls back on you. Like, you talking about y'all are two grown women, you should be able to figure it out. They shouldn't have to figure shit out because you in charge. Your name is on that shit. You should be laying down ground rules and roles and laws and putting shit in yeah but instead you letting them fight and then gaslighting both of them and having them to figure it out while you lay back in the sunset now granted i understand that you're pregnant oh go ahead candace kitty you you and like since you got you kind of unprofessional as fuck like you be trying to have conversations with just that don't need nobody else need to hear and you be having it out in the wide open and like I said, uh, 90% of this falls on the way Charmaine is handling business. And this is why I constantly laugh at Charmaine because she felt like she could run a shop better than Ryan and she can't. She can't. If anything, she's she moving just like that nigga, but worse. Um, I agree with you that Kitty ain't the best professionally. Um, to that though, I say honestly, nobody on that show. Is. Nobody on that show is. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like she just more of the same, really. But why the fuck Ashley then showed up on my TV screen looking like a Mario Goomba? No, you know what? In a lace front wig. <laughs> you left that man, and you had every reason to leave him. Let me say that. Yeah. I don't care yeah. for Ashley. 
but she had every right to leave Don exactly where the fuck he was, and that's in her rearview mirror. With that, though, why are you so upset he's moving on with his life and trying to penalize him for it by way of the kids? Yeah, because ain't this like the second or third time she don't been like, I'm going to move she, to Texas? Every time they separate is, I'm moving to Texas and taking the kids with me. The thing is, I know that it could be hard to separate a shitty husband from a father, but those relationships are not always parallel. It's a lot of people that are, that he could be a shitty husband, but he's a great father. Yeah, and to and think you have the ultimate say so and where you're taking the kids is unfair, if you ask me. It's fucked up. Because you move, and... you move, you move to Texas. You take the kids. What if the kids end up resenting you because they can't see their dad as much as they want to? And my issue is, bitch, why is you trying to move during a national pandemic? This mm. is truly on brand for Ashley and her stupidity. It really this is. This bitch can't never read the room, baby. Y'all are I mean, I don't the know city read, as this is. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the material. Little locomotive, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Make that a headline. <laughs> oh, my God. Baby, I will quote Dennis the Menace all day. I know that movie <laughs> word for word, okay? I will never forget that girl, the babysitter boyfriend, uh, being in that tub and couldn't read the little engine that could while Dennis was taking a bath. You will never be Biggie Nug, okay? <laughs> Bitch, like, you the same old stupid Ashley, and I get tired of it. Why are you so stupid? What the yes. fuck is you trying to do in the pandemic? And by this point, they starting to lock the city and shit down. Everybody at home, baby. Yeah. How much of what, what do you need help with? Because ain't none of y'all really working. Mm. Y'all filming from home. Yeah, that's what I didn't understand. Like, she came over to Forest Place with an attitude and trying to be like, well, Don don't really do nothing. He don't take care of nobody. One, y'all separated. Like, you out the house. So, I mean, it kind of, I mean, not to, you know, not to be problematic here, but, I mean, the, the most of the responsibility do fall on you because you moved out the fucking house. And he living with Forrest. So, I mean, I mean, you kind of, you got to look at the material, beloved. And then also, it's goddamn pandemic. Like, you out the house. You don't want to be around this nigga. And rightfully so. So, like, what the fuck are you complaining about? Exactly. I don't understand also, it, I, um, I got a theory about when people, two, two parents separate, and they go out of their way to do the, you need to send back everything I sent over. Come hmm. on. Like, come on, if the shit is at their house, oh fucking well, you act like the other parent is slinging the clothes for crap. <laughs> it's some clothes boat. and fucking shoes. A simple text when they about to come home, like, hey, can you just make sure everything is back in the bag? All this one to have a whole conversation. You need to wash it. You need to fold it. You need to pack it how I tell you to pack it. You need a girl, shut the fuck up. You just wanted to pick a fight for the sake of picking a fight. You just wanted to pick a fight because Don 
And she told me, I wish he would focus as much on our relationship as he do his fucking yoga. You really mad because this motherfucker is on a spiritual journey to figure out his bullshit and become a better person? Yeah. Now, granted, <laughs> it's a day later and a dollar short, but still. But even, and I don't even think that's true because it, it might not be in the cards for him to be with what she yeah, wants. Well, yeah. I mean, we've been but saying it for a while. They don't need to, to be social, together. According to social media, they still together. Yeah. And, and just yeah. celebrated an anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, I keep forgetting, like, we looking at this, like, in the past, and this is fast forward that today they still together. Which, I'm, but like I say, we've been talking that they are two people that just do not need to be together because it's always some toxicity with them. Always. Mostly on Don's part, part for cheating for eight or four goddamn years, but still, like, they just yeah. not, even when they good, they just not good together. True. And Ashley ain't never gonna let that shit go. Which I get it. Also, what the fuck, Don, what the fuck did you have in that ninja blender? That shit looked like puke. <laughs> I was like, why is it so chunky? Remember did the, you remember blend it the, up? Uh, it, you know what it looked like? Remember in the uh, the leprechaun to the hood movie when they finally shot him and he started bleeding? <laughs> That's what it looked like. I was like, okay. making leprechaun. Nigga making leprechaun me blood. Of, uh... <laughs> At some this video London be watching and they be like, yucky. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that looks nasty. That, motherf- um, that motherfucker we- making spirit juice and it look like leprechaun blood. Ooh. Uh- <laughs> I almost had a very shady joke, but I'm not gonna say that. Mm. No etouffee over here. We um, <laughs> go back to <sighs> You said it, not me. <laughs> We we head back to Second City Inc. Cause some fine Hispanic English looking man come through named Steven. Um and come to find out it's just his best friend. Um which we knew because yeah, that, I mean that's flashback. We knew which... that's just his, that's just best friend. He's also an artist. Um she brought him over to work in the shop. Was and this is the her. this is the this is where i have an issue with kitty and i feel like she need to get her head out her ass because i feel like she's ego tripping because this shop is not your shop first off you don't you've not invested any money into this shop if it fails you can go on to be a brand ambassador do whatever the fuck you want to do and it will ultimately be charmaine charmaine and jess picking up the pieces um you are supposed to bring the best of the best into your tattoo shop to work. And I absolutely believe what just did was a brilliant power play. You have a best friend who is one of the best artists in London and you bring them over to a shop that you have vested interest in to help bring in money. Where's the loss in that? It's not and a loss. However, and, and um, again, like I said, I blame Charmaine for not defining their roles because if Jess is the is the um artist manager, she absolutely can hire somebody. But Charmaine has not set these two women down and said, "I need you two to work together to make Second City Inc. be as successful as possible." While I'm on maternity leave, that means Jess, you're managing the artist. Kitty, you're managing the overall running of the shop and important things. And like you said, Jeremy, the administrative side. 
And I'm giving Jess authority to make hiring decisions as long as she sits down with Kitty to go over them. But since none of that has been established and Charmaine has been a coward and made it seem like Jess is coming back to be in total control over everything and then still and making Kitty seem evil. like, yep. And then making Kitty seem like she's still in charge of shit. Which well, is you've got this, you got the, you've got this clashing going on. Yeah. My thing with just is still this though. This nigga was is one of the su- most successful tattoo artists in London. You just are one of the most successful tattoo artists in London. You have your own a lot more successful than sex, sex, the shit you got with Charmaine and Second City Inc. To be perfectly goddamn honest, why are you here again? Like I just don't get it. Like that the way TV bag? this has that well. That TV money bag, that reality well, TV money bag, and then trying to probably we will finesse it into a black ink London. Well, there you go. There you go. Cause nothing about the way that she has moved. And I'm not saying Kitty is without fault, because we've just talked about how like her ego is honestly tri- making her act like a bad bitch that honestly I mean she is attractive. She is a bad bitch, but like far as like business wise, business acumen. She is lacking in several areas. So it's not like Kitty is without fault in all this. And ultimately, the fault does fall back on Charmaine. But if we look at everything that Jess has done, or rather has not done, up to this point, when you look at the success and and good success that she has in London, it just don't make no sense why she back here in America carrying on the way that she is. Other than, like you said, trying to get that TV reality back. And that's all it is to it. Yeah. Which, I mean, go get your coins, girl. Just don't play on our face like you read about this shit. <laughs> that's the only thing. Like, don't play with me. <laughs> yeah. Because um, you and the sad titties of Sussex can still get the fuck on. I still don't like you. <laughs> exactly. And Stephen has a thing. Stephen has a thing for Kitty. Just low-key mad. And Stephen like, you, hey, fuck all mm-hmm. that. Let me be the bridge to, to join you and Kitty together as one. Right, I'm I, about I to can ask fuck her over a bridge, you know. But you know, nigga hey. said I'm finna ask her out on a date, and it is what it is. Yeah, which can't. Which I'm glad we got here and we picked up on this, cause okay. Did you pick up on the vibes of Jess is jealous because she wants to fuck him, or she's jealous because she already has fucked him? No, I think Jess just don't like Kitty. I didn't get the vibe that Fair she want to fuck him or that she has fucked him. It's the fact that my best friend want to fuck a bitch that I can't stand. Fair. Fair enough. That's the vibe I got. That's That was it. Okay. It's cause, because I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, if I don't like somebody, I kind of low-key don't want my friends to like them. If it's truly... And I'm talking about my friends' friends. I'm not talking about associates. I, that's your business. Do what you do. But yeah. I can't imagine my homegirl wanting to fuck a nigga that I know is a terrible person. And like, and not saying Kitty is a terrible person, but you know, when you don't like somebody, they're a terrible person to you. Yeah. You don't give a fuck if they say from burning, from burning buildings, it's fuck them. So yeah. that's the vibe I got from that. And as we close out, you know, going back to the, I'm sick of R-Square, AKA Ryan and Rachel. 
And I want y'all to leave us alone and go y'all yeah. separate ways. Yeah. Y'all are attractive. Y'all can find other people. But y'all clearly not together and you keep hopping on our motherfucking TV screens to act like you are and fucking with people's feelings in the process like Kitty. Like y'all making a lot of people collateral damage in y'all bullshit. Yeah. Remember when um they opened up the season and they had that uh that Rachel and her confessionals talking about what y'all don't understand about me and Ryan is that we have a bond. Well, it seems like that bond has been severed, beloved. <laughs> you don't know like what y'all got. <laughs> y'all don't know what y'all got. Exactly. Like, leave so us alone. Please leave us alone. Leave us alone, sweet. Like, if y'all make Thank a sex you. tape, I would like to see it. But other than that, please leave us alone. We'd love to see it. Well, I would pay. I'll pay money to see it, to be honest. Yeah. But I would too. <laughs> other than that, please leave us alone because we are tired. And like Thank Candace so said, much. y'all making everybody collateral damage in y'all bush. <laughs> It's a like, lot. Goddamn. Like, Rachel, you never gonna truly forgive that nigga, which is your right. Which is absolutely your right. But please leave us alone. And Ryan, you leave everybody a goddamn long. Work on yourself, nigga. Like, the fact that you was up here in the beginning of the episode joking on four because he want to settle down and you can't even figure out if you want to settle down with your own fucking feelings. I know you goddamn lying to me, Ryan. Lying, lying. You, you, you piece of shit. Ryan, fuck you. Goddamn. We, I'm, I'm with Candace. I'm on your neck until this shit go off, Ryan. Cause nigga, everybody caught up in your goddamn bullshit. Everybody, uh. everybody. Anyway, that was enough for Black Kings. Speaking that of bullshit, love and marriage, Huntsville. First of all, I just. The hair on this fucking show. Mm. Why I was is ask every... you about it? I was really like, is this mm. normally look? the only one who hair looks good consistently is Destiny's crazy ass. <laughs> this hair. What? I had on so this many land. questions. I'm like, there was so much shifting. I was like, what is going on? What these wigs, these bobs, these these quick weaves, these glued in tracks, these with these drawstring ponytails. I was like, Lord, what? What? Are we okay, ladies? We are not. Well, when there's uh, a closure deferred. <laughs> I just a lot. I'm what? like, is this like this all the time? I'm like, yes, I yes. Somebody who enjoys a <laughs> yes. drawstring because yes. my husband doesn't do whatever the hell y'all husbands do. But still, though, I, it looks better than this. I'm so confusion. I'm like, why does y'all hair look like this? Mm. I just <laughs> let's just dive in, <laughs> Letitia. Nope, she delayed. How do you pop at somebody's business launch thinking y'all gonna talk woman to woman about personal issues? Is it crack you smoke? It is crack. In what world do we show up to professional events to have personal conversations with people? And I'm not, I'm not talking about even businesses you own. Imagine me showing up to a career event to hash out personal problems I got with Jeremy. Mm, girl. 
girl. Like, I know Jeremy would pay me this. Like, uh. Like, friend, I'll, I'll see you when I clock out. <laughs> I literally just want to know why she didn't just leave. I'm like, okay, this this, this might not be, this wasn't the best plan. Because girl, I could have just left. I went back <laughs> and I watched clips from the reunion from season one, and there is mm-hmm. absolutely no way. There is no way. I would have invited that woman to anything either the way that they were acting to the point where the husband Marcel was talking about he got a sex tape of Melody's mama. First of all, why is that a motherfucking conversation piece? Also, why I do you don't have give that? a fuck about no, oh, <laughs> like, that, why do you why do you like why, you like, why have you been watching this woman mama take dick? Like, I, Are like, you the fuck that, that okay? was my first question. I was like, I have a sex tape. First question. Why? So, like, talking about you got a, he said you got a sex tape of my mama. Why would you want that? Why would you want a sex tape of this senior citizen ass woman? And even if you don't have it, get, why did you getting her use back that? busted up? <laughs> and even mm-hmm. if you just saying it to say it, why is that the thing that you want to say to try to win an argument? Like, if anything, right. I would be like, shit, I got a sex tape of your wife, fam. <laughs> like, like the, the hell. You, but you skipped over her and went to her singing mama. Like, like the focus is Melody and and Martell, and you skipped straight over and was like, "I got a, I got a sex tape of your mama with that gawk gawk." So like, what? Damn, you could have been what? like Martell. I got a sex tape for you and your mistress. Something you, you that said, Melody's mama. You said Melody. I got a sex tape of your mama with that geriatric gawk. It's like I Miss Geraldine with the slippy drippy. Uh, What's in game here? Bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it goes. Like, what are you doing? That was Geraldine with the gawky gawky. I was like, that was that was and I I absolutely would have had Letitia escorted out, honestly. Because as I said last week, you didn't show up to the baby shower, you didn't send a gift, you haven't reached Mm -hmm. out. And she even Letitia said it, and even Melody said it. She was like, "Why did you choose this moment to think we was gonna be able to have a personal conversation yeah. when you have my number? You have not reached out to me. You have not called. You have not texted. You have not Facetime. You have not sent an email. You have not sent your your assistant to get in contact with my son. You've not done anything. Why do you think Nothing. this moment, this moment in fucking time?" the launch event of my skincare line is where we're going to flesh out our issues girl and Melly, did that ponytail was stiff than a motherfucker baby mm. <laughs> that was something different than synthetic hair baby because i got in a synthetic ponytail right now and that shit looks good whatever you had going it it didn't go baby the car didn't even start up it turned over and was like like that that's how it was the thing that kept making me laugh was that Tish Tisha was like, I am a professional. This is absurd. I'm like, if you such a professional, then you should have more goddamn sense than to pop up at somebody's event that you know you're not invited to. Right. It's like, you're not invited. Why are you here? She's better than me because I'm like, um, hold on. I need to stop this for one second. Remove her. Okay, back to my speech. It's like, well, why are you it. here? Why are you here? To like, start oh, miss because even her, with the, like, uh, my my phone ahead, didn't stop. My phone didn't stop working. I mean, it's still I can still get incoming calls, incoming text messages. I mean, it still work. 
Yeah, Verizon ain't shut my shit down. And then she proved the point that she wasn't there on good intentions because, again, you should understand why it would be so. It's talking about it's embarrassing. Imagine how embarrassing it is for Melody that somebody that she didn't invite, who she's at odds with, mm-hmm. came when she wasn't invited on the day of her goddamn skincare line launching. Like, read the room, Tish. You made this all about you, and it's not about you. And I forget which one of Melody's friends said that, but she was absolutely right. Like, you came to make it about you. Destiny? Yes, Destiny. Thank you, It was Destiny that did it, that said that. And my my other issue is, if you came to reconcile, why are you bringing up text sent claims saying Martell was sending you rude text messages? And then uh, I see why Melody and Martell don't really fuck with him, because... Y'all got the police involved. This is the thing. The whole police. I definitely understand not liking motherfuckers. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay to not like a motherfucker. You I understand not liking Martell. I, I, I get not liking Martell. But when you go poking at people and pushing their buttons and then you get the reaction that you was hoping for, you don't get to call the police. Correct. You you talking about having sex tape of people's mamas and in-laws and you running around, you bad-mouthing them on social media to gossip blogs and all this other shit. And when Martel uh, was like, I will whoop your motherfucking ass, then now you want to get the police involved. How'd that work? Honestly, getting a good look at Tish's husband, he need his ass whooped, but that's a, we'll get there. We'll get, but uh, how did that look? What did you get in the, first of all? You in Huntsville, Alabama, trying to get the police involved for some some petty high school beef. I don't mm. get that at all. One of the Great. things I've been telling people is like, it's a scary time to call the police because you don't know if the person you calling on going to end up dead or you going to end up dead. Because mm-hmm. they killing us all. So if it's not absolutely necessary, no, the police don't need to be involved. And you deserve that threat of an ass whooping. Y'all deserved it. For real, for real. With the shit y'all was doing, just even putting that woman mama in that shit, you deserve that threat. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. Drag like me. You, Talk yeah, shit like, to me. Don't put my family in shit. Yeah, drag Martell. Because, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and lie. And like he didn't deserve to get dragged. But leave my Melody's mama out of it. Right. Yeah. And that because I was cause, oh go ahead, again. No, bad. go ahead, Jeremy. Because I mean, I mean, if we want to get to the root, I mean, if you didn't want to get dragged, I mean, Martell, you could have kept your dick in your pants and we being a completely one hundred percent fucking honest. I mean, however, however, you didn't. Y'all, y'all didn't have no business bringing middle of the mama into it, and you lucky they didn't beat y'all ass. simple shit it was like why i still don't understand what was in game like i got a tape of your mama i'm like first why would you have that and two why did you think that you could come back after that like that's not a a sex tape after my mama it's like okay so somebody's jaw is going to get broken and it's not going to be mine so that's not the big joker that you think it is that's like that that's nasty this is gross you need to be in jail with you you are going to jail. But first you're going to hell. Yeah. Well, first you're going to get a broken jaw. Then you're going to jail. <laughs> then you're going to hell. Facts. Expeditiously. Absolutely. 
Um, another person that I'm starting to have an issue with is Kimmy Square Mouth Ass. Mm. Square wig, quick weave wearing ass. Um if you, if you are going to be friends with both couples, just be neutral and stay out of the bullshit. You at this woman event, not understanding why she got a problem with somebody that she's not cool with crashing her event. How does that even work? Then exactly. you walk, you walk Letitia out and you talking about this just too much. This just too far. No, it's not. No, she no, walks Tish to Melody because Tish was about yeah, to yeah, walk walked her, her to her. her. But I'm talking about when they was leaving and she like, this too much. It shouldn't even come to all of this. You keep offering the olive branch and she won't take it. No, because it's not genuine. Because the minute she got in front of Melody and Melody was like, this is not the time or the place, she started throwing slugs at her again. Yeah, and started playing the victim. Ugh. So how can they move forward and get to a genuine place? How can you say that she not ex accepting the olive branch when it's not an olive branch, it's a goddamn knife? It's a knife. <laughs> and then calling your husband when you dead wrong for crashing an invite-only event. And he, the his, listen, Marceau wrong about a lot, but he was right about this. If you claim that being friends with Melody and Martell don't add no value to your life, why you keep chasing this woman down to have a talk with her? Mm -hmm. Why yeah. you crashing her 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 events and her business launches to have a talk with her if she don't add no value to your life? I'm not chasing nobody who don't add value to my life. I don't give a fuck. Right. We not friends no more. Boom. Cool. It is what it is. Okay. Yeah. Stand in your mess, beloved. Like if you met and the reason y'all not friends is because y'all y'all pieces of shit. <laughs> It's like standing your mess. You just want to stand up in that. Instead, you want to play victim, and then your stupid ass husband gassing you up, talking about fuck them. I mean, Melody, Melody, and Martell have every right to say fuck y'all because y'all's in the wrong. Like I said, and like Jeremy said, Martell deserves all the criticism for the shit he did. Yeah, and I don't have no problem with that, mm -hmm. especially because he says he did it, and there was no reason to do it. There was. There was no no shortcomings on Melody's end. There were no pre-existing issues in the marriage. You went and made an issue out of no issues. Right. Yeah. And I understand, like, and I, and we, you know, this is a conversation for another day, but when, when marriages hit rough spots, sometimes your ego get in the way and it make you feel like you need to do some shit that you don't really need to do. But this man sat mm -hmm. up here and was like, I mean, she was cooking and cleaning and fucking me and sucking me and giving me attention and the kids was good and the bills was paid and she handled her business and she got businesses and she, da, da, da. I don't know why I cheated. I just cheated. You cheated because you could. I need you to be more honest, sir. You had the opportunity. This and is you not, wanted to. It's like you, you can try to put blame. There is no blame. She was doing everything she was supposed to do. So now what? You cheated because you could. That's it. Yeah. I cheated because I could. Yeah, and he and he deserves to get dragged by that, even by Maurice and uh, Tish. But y'all took it a step far involving people that ain't got shit to do with it in it. And for that is why I fuck y'all. And I'm getting to the point where I don't know if they have a right to drag nobody because as we see, Marceau is a fucking Neanderthal. He's a Neanderthal. He's a piece of shit. And apparently... He's a, he's it, a misogynist. And it, uh, that too. And apparently it, it seems like a case of Spider-Man pouring that Spider-Man according to Melody. Mm-hmm. 
goes, mm-hmm, that tea. It's like, oh, how interesting. I'm like, oh. Um. So, what is it about these two Scott men, Maurice and Marceau? How was y'all raised? Because Maurice is trying to get Kimmy to quit her nursing job <laughs> to sell real estate. <laughs> In this economy. You asking her to give up a steady paycheck because you are with hazard LLC, pay, with hazard pay, with damn benefits because you want her to be a part of LLC Twitter. I know you fucking. <laughs> like, the hell! Like I was so confused mm. at him asking, like acting like her being a nurse was nothing, nothing special, mm. and that she could do better selling real estate. First of all, if you to to the realtors, if I have any realtors that listen to this, I tip my hat to you because getting people to make purchases that big mm-hmm. takes skill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's not easy to be a successful real estate agent. It's not easy to successfully keep that commission coming in, which is why they, they go so hard to even sell one house because a lot of times that's money they going to have to eat off for a while. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't million, million dollar listing. Okay. Everybody, not them. Everybody is not them. Um, yeah, them Scott men. Um, and I do think, I do think, I do agree with Martell and Melody that Kimmy is messy. Um, but this is how you know Melody is not interested in being at odds with Kimmy. She just wants her to be neutral because when Martell basically alluded to the fact that Kimmy was Maurice's side chick, Melody cleared it up. And she mm-hmm. was like, no, that's not how that went. They were, they had been introduced, but by the time they started dating, he was divorced. Yeah. Like she could have threw your ass under the bus and just let Martel say what the hell ever, but she corrected that misinformation. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, you don't have to have a dog in that fight, period. You can just not interact when they, when they get to that point, you could be like, Hey, I'm friends with both couples. I plan to keep it that way. Don't try to involve me in no shit that y'all got going. Yeah. And I call mean, it Melody, a day. Melody said that. She's like, Kimmy, like, that's their family. So, of course, she's not expecting Kimmy to say, like, girl, fuck your family. I mean, you know, fuck y'all, because, I mean, y'all family. She just wants you to stay neutral and stay out of the business and try, stop trying to be a mediator. Yeah. That's it. Because she really should have just walked around. It's like, he asked me to leave. Okay, well, I'll just leave with you. Because, you know, it's like, that's all you have to do. This is not the... If she's asking her to be removed not her coming to her saying you need to go she literally asked security to do it then you should have womaned up and just walked out with her I'm like why are you doing all let's have a discussion no we ain't had no discussion we're not doing this here leave and you and you can leave with her that's your cousin right stay with her yeah they could but making a scene for no apparent reason is like uh you could have just left and say let me well, at least if you want to be mediator actually do a fucking mediation schedule some shit or hold your cousin accountable because you know damn well she had no business crashing some shit she wasn't invited to. Right, you not invited. I'm like, girl, you lucky that and probably now Melody's going to start having somebody at the door to check people in because of you to make sure the people that she actually invited are there and nobody that she's not so invited. Anything, she need to check people, let people check at the door to make, make sure Kimmy there or not because hell, you never know, child. Right. It's like, one, yeah, she like to win. One winner, she over here. 
Mm-hmm. They run it over to the left. <laughs> you are ridiculous. <laughs> a mess. A mess. A whole mess. Um <laughs> Letitia Marceau marriage leave a lot to be desired for me because he mm-hmm. is an asshole. And yeah, he's, they he's are the- part of LLC Twitter, open a business Twitter, they trying to open a cigar a cigar bar, they have commercial property and so on and so forth, which is cool and everything, but he does not want her to indulge in anything that he can't profit from. And that is very weird to me. Yeah. Um, she's me sent, she's planning Easy. to go to a scam empowerment brunch <laughs> and be a speaker. <laughs> and I, he don't know it's a scam empowerment brunch. And he, so he, and the way she's explaining, he's totally unsupportive. And like he has this meltdown as she's practicing her speech because she says like sometimes she feel like she loses herself and everything. And he'd be like, you a stay-at-home mom. That means every day that I get up and go to work, every dime that I bring in, it goes for my family. I don't get to say that I'm losing myself and providing for you. Shut, nigga, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you, sir, what are you doing? When you get married, you lose half of yourself. No, you don't. That's not how any of that works. And that's, that's the problem. She has lost herself and you have lost yourself and y'all don't, you don't, and you haven't lost yourself. Cause she was like, shit, when you go kicking it with your friends, I'm not crying and screaming, Emma. Yeah. Like this is the prime. If there was ever an example of what some conversations you see on Twitter about how marriage benefits men and not women, this mm-hmm. is a prime example right here. Prime example. Yeah. Like you listed all these things. I'm like, uh, see, you're listing all the benefits of you having a stay at home wife. What benefits are you listing for her to be a stay at home wife? And the minute that she said that she has lost a part of herself because all of her, since y'all been married, her whole identity has been being your wife and a stay at home mm-hmm. mother. You lose your goddamn shit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like he is deep in the patriarchy and misogyny, like deep, deep, deep yeah. in it. It's like, oh, yeah. you, you look like you just, you straight missionary. Oh, just get on my nerves. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan at all of what I've seen from him. Um, but I want to get to Letitia Mama in them thigh high boots and that pleather outfit. Let me tell you something, Geraldine. First of all, them boots were sharp, but let me tell you about that whole pleather-ass outfit looking like a dominatrix. Um, You better go on some fucking wear. Uh, why male need to be slapped because your messy-ass daughter crashed her event? Mm. Seeing her mama, it makes exact sense why Tisha is the way that she is. Because mm-hmm. she just like her damn mama. Like imagine like having your Imagine having the, imagine your daughter crashing somebody's event she was not invited to. Somebody that your daughter has burned the bridge with because of their own messiness of going too far being messy. Mm-hmm. And having audacity to be like, you should have beat their ass. Girl, what? Mm. I beat your ass. If we in an ass beating mood, what's up? If you in this damn slow tip weird, don't get the fuck on some goddamn well. <laughs> slow tip wigs. Slow tip mm. wigs. Listen, you are not. You listen. 
you are not Gladys Knight in the pimps. You're not on a midnight train to Georgia. You on a first way ticket to an ass whooping. Girl, what? She is on the Acela to hell. She don't yeah, you are, you are definitely. Tisha's, you know how we always talk about like mama's boy? Tisha's definitely a mama's girl. Mm-hmm. Well, like yeah. she can't do no wrong in her mama's eyes. No, she can't. Because let that would have been a mama with any kind of sense. They would have been like, girl, you did what and who? Oh no, baby! Oh no, that, that you weren't oh, invited. Like, well, we don't yeah, do that's that. That's what a real mama do would say. We don't like, listen. A re- listen, a real, a real Mima would have been like, "Girl, you know you don't go over to nobody's house uninvited. What's wrong with you?" I don't go to nobody's house if I ain't invited. If I ain't invited, I ain't. That going. is, bl- listen. That is black Mima rules number one. You don't go when you ain't called for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know that. You better <laughs> ask Tyler Perry. Listen, in the words of my dear departed friend, this is how you know Tish Mama ain't no real bitch. Because <laughs> a real bitch would have told her mama, girl, you don't go to nobody goddamn house and they ain't invite you. What the fuck is wrong with you? Exactly. 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 Well, Tish, Tish uh, Mama is a bozo, and she a bozo because her mama is a bozo, and she ain't raised her right. Exactly. Um... Just want to give some love to Destiny and a huge congratulations. Uh, this pregnancy is very important for her because she had five miscarriages prior Ooh. to her current pregnancy. So we are wishing you the healthiest pregnancy journey ever. We are wishing you a very safe labor and delivery. This is your your rainbow baby, and I am ecstatic for you to have this. I'm ecstatic for you and your husband. I'm wishing you a continued safe and healthy journey. I know how much this means to you. And um, I can't wait to check in, hopefully later down the season, um, or find you on social media, see if you've had the baby yet or how close or far you are. But very excited for you here at the network. And we are wishing you uh, nothing but health and happiness in this journey. Um, And before I close it out, I just want to say Marceau is a dickhead. And he and Letitia are a match made in insufferable heaven. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Perfect way to close it out. Now on to the super good shit. Marriage Bootcamp Hip Hop Edition, uh, <laughs> Season 17, Episode 4, Pod Clash. I enjoyed this episode just because it's our wheelhouse. Mm. Um, they set up the little pseudo podcast. Um, I still, I want to go back to Shonda. You a liar, baby. <laughs> you, you was jealous and it's okay. It's okay I that you were that jealous. Honest. You were jealous and insecure because this man cheats on you so much and he don't care who he cheat with. So mm-hmm. it is a very real possibility in your mind that he will f- try to get with Hazel E just based on the interaction and the, the the seductiveness of the dance routine just own that talking about you ain't got nothing to be jealous of you clearly do because you done had a whole fucking meltdown for two episodes now for two episodes about an assignment that the group the couples were given mm-hmm. like if it's not jealousy then why didn't hazel get upset when devon was dancing with somebody else like Hazel danced and danced with your dude because that was the assignment here. She moved the hell on to trying to get the shit with her nigga. Like the only one hung up on this is you, Shonda. You was jealous. Own that shit. Own it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, honey. It's like, Hazel E in the East End. 
You've been cheating since day one. It's like, girl, all the way up to day twenty six. Right. Well done. That was well done. Thank you. Well done. Bravo. Bravo. Um, Hazel E in the E stands for Ernest Goes to Love and Hip Hop. Um, she do look like Jim Varney, and I don't give a fuck what nobody says. She does. Also, she Hazel E looks like Davon if Davon was missing a chromosome and had on a wig. Like I looked at them oh. side by side, and I was like, she looks like bitch Davon. And if you if you watch Family Guy, you know who bitch Stewie is. Because remember, I used to call Lonzo Ball bitch Drake. Uh, you know what? Wow! Like if he was missing wow. a chromosome, like wow. if Drake was missing a chromosome. Well, that's how I feel about Hazel E. She looks like Davon in a wig. If he, you know, if his wow. elevator was going straight down. She looks like. The- <laughs> wow, and it is always going straight down. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm a piece of shit for this. For what I'm about to say. You was gonna be a piece of shit regardless. Why? What, you speak for yourself. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, <laughs> okay. It's still true. Y'all stay with me and don't forsake me for what I'm about to say. Oh, here we go. But you know who Hazel E. looked like? Mm-mm. She looked like a light-skinned Emmanuel Hudson. Get out! Oh. Get out! Get out! Cause you, you know, ugly. Oh, That's why you ugly. God. That's it. You ugly. <laughs> I'm putting myself on time out after that. I, I, I can't even look at her now. It's like, ugh. Hazel E in the East there for it, man. Well, Hudson. <laughs> I can't even look at her now. Like, <laughs> oh, I need somebody to screw up my eyes. Neutralize me, please, beloved. I can't. Oh, no. Take it out. Exercise Mm. it. (laughs) (laughs) You are fucking ridiculous, but this is going to be a headliner. So that's just where I'm at with it. Oh, my God. Fair enough. But I did a lot of. No, you didn't. And that's the sad part. Get the hell looking, everybody. Oh, poor little Splenda Mama. Um, yeah, mm, mm, mm. It's not even <laughs> Truvia Mama because Truvia is more, but you know, it's Splenda. I, I, I can't. Wait, it's equal, sweet and low, something. Sweet, <laughs> sweet low, low chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Doctor Ish sets up like this pseudo podcast. And has half of the couples talking on it. So it was Hazel E, Medina, Votto, Willie, and Corrupt all participating. But their partners are watching the whole thing. So we're just going to get into what they were saying on the podcast. So Hazel E really believes she is so famous that Davon would use her for clout. And she keeps, meanwhile, also referring to him as a sugar baby and herself as a sugar mama. You are a D-list reality TV star that we have not seen on reality TV 
for years until you made it to marriage boot camp. We saw you on Eonla like a year, like two years ago. Pop my got, butt, pop, pop my pop, butt. What do you think Harriet Tubman would say, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You were booted Woo. off uh, Love and Hip Hop. We hadn't seen you since then. There's nothing so famous about you that that fine ass man needs to use you for clout. As a matter of fact, if I were to be honest, he's slumming. He's gone dumpster diving because not only are you a colorist piece of shit, you built bad, you look dusty, your breath probably stank, you're ugly, your attitude ugly, and you delusional. I would say he could do much better if he really wanted to. I honestly agree with your friend. He is definitely settling. Okay, you settled. Um, Because you have to have sugar in order to be a sugar mama, beloved. Don't have any. Let me say this. A A nigga named Medina is not going to convince me he's nobody's alpha male. I'm sorry. (laughs) He not, even when he started popping off and cussing and clapping his hands, I was like, this shit is not believable at all. This nigga's soft. Well, I mean, it's because he and Phaedra Phaedra hired him. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it's not believable. Yeah, I got in my notes that Phaedra and Medina aren't together. This is for TV. They have no chemistry. And Dr. Ish called them out on being in the house four days and not seeing them have any type of affection towards each other once. Because this is a business. And then when he then when he went in to kiss, like when they went in to hug and kiss, it was like church lady hugs. Yep. Yeah. Y'all are not together. Phaedra, why your broke ass playing in our face? Are the in this pandemic, is the funeral home not doing well? <laughs> she's saying she, her business is booming for her, so mm. I don't understand. Well, we know damn well she's not lawyering because she she disbanded in, jo- in Georgia, so. What? She got disbarred in Georgia? Mm-hmm. What? For when you, when, what? When, you do, when you go along with that fucked up shit that that producer did on, um, on uh, Real Housewives. Oh. When you mm. do the clownery, Phaedra. Wow. I didn't know she was this far. She can't do law. I mean, not that she was ever really doing law, but she can't do mm. law no more because she went too far with that bullshit. Wow. That is crazy. When you do clownery, Phaedra. That's why I don't give a damn if the girls be wanting you back because you can give a good read or two. That's why you're always going to suffer, bitch, because you're evil. And now you're on our TV because you're broke with this nigga that you hired to be your nigga, even though it's clear that this is a and business Pedro, contract. Why is you in this house wearing ball gowns? <laughs> why are you so why are you severely overdressed for couples therapy? And I was glad that Dr. Ish called her out. Like you this like day four, and y'all are no no further ahead than you were when you got here. Yeah, Hazel and this light skinned nigga further than he, than y'all are. Cause it's it's not real at all. It's not um, real. Medina talking about he's an alpha male. Boy, bye. Soon um, as I saw that, I was just like, I can just see the marathon flag just hovering around. Oof. Hazel E also says that Devon has a very volatile temper, and and, and low key alluded to him putting his hands on her. Yeah. That's a no-no. no Why are not. you there, sis? Why are you in boot camp Why? with this nigga? Boot camp don't fix domestic violence. No, it do not. 
Especially when um, you don't seem to really disclose that part. It's like because exactly. Hazel, you are a bozo, but you don't deserve to have your uh, have a man. Had nobody putting their hands on you. I absolutely agree. Because my ears did perk up with that. It's like, oh no, 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 no. no, no. Vado is no, no. definitely cheating on Tahiri with his baby mama. His body language was a dead giveaway. Whether it be emotional or physical, it's happening because um, you will confide in your kid's mom but not have meaningful conversations with your girlfriend. That is a red flag right there. And when he's asked about it multiple times, his body language alludes to the fact that he he is because he's like pausing. He's like Mm -hmm. got these long, exaggerated pregnant pauses. And then he's like, huh? Uh, no, uh, no, 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 no. Nigga got ellipses in his speech. Yeah. Yeah, you like imagine begging with your baby mama. Mm -hmm. Like imagine begging to be with Tahiri for eight or four years, and then when you get with her, you still cheating. You cheating on her with your baby mama. You not trying to build with her, but you always wanted the quote unquote street to hear you, whatever the fuck that means. But then when you got her, you don't want to talk to her. You don't want to build shit. With Tahiri, fine ass. It's like also Vado is a kid. He is childish as fuck. Very. Yes, he is. It's like, why are you here? What do you really want? Willie admits he kicked off the cheating, but has never taken steps to fix it. <laughs> like he made it sound like it was some kind of Wimbledon volley, and that's not what the fuck happened. She, like, uh, I cheated. She cheated. I cheated. No, you, like, you no. opened the door. You opened the door for it, and she finally was like, "Cool, shit. Let me walk on through too and get my shit off. Let me get mine off." Uh, you doing you, Sharapova I'm going to do me. cheating to you, Serena. Don't do this. Come on, Sharapova like, cheating. Listen. This nigga is the Roger fuckerer of cheating. <laughs> um, The most, ins- the, the thing that had me the most incest, though, is corrupt. Ugh. Ricardo. Bitch. <laughs> I don't enable you to do shit. You was a drunk and a fucking alcoholic when I got with you. Him and Tony only been together three years. How yes. the fuck do she enable you? You been a drunk. You didn't just wake up and develop an alcohol problem when you got with her. You been had that. And I disagree with Dr. Ish talking about his addiction is Tony's addiction. No, no she got every right not. to walk away from that shit. Your addiction is not my addiction. I'm not about to, I'm not finna pile your addiction on my motherfucking shoulders. Let go and let God, bitch ass nigga. You better take your ass to Betty Ford or whatever the fuck that Mm -hmm. name is or that uh, rehab center in in Beverly Hills. And especially when you're not taking no accountability and steps to cure your addiction. Exactly. And when it's and not the neighbor. first time you have alcohol poisoning, it's not the first time the if bad part was. This the first. This not the first time yeah. that she's seen it in three years. The fuck. If you ever been in contact with somebody who suffers from any form of addiction, you know just like I know that you can't force somebody to stop doing what they're doing until nope. they're ready to stop. Right. And if you try to keep them from their addiction, shit will get violent. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And she is a woman. Like she is an added level of feel like this nigga might turn domestically violent against her for trying mm-hmm. to stop him from his addiction. Right. It's like when they said grandfather, I'm like, I'm sorry? Wait, what? 
he somebody he somebody pop pop. I know you. Well, I mean, he looked like he ate a damn four, so I mean, that he do. But when they said his age, I was like forty six. Goddamn. That is a that is a that is a strong forty six. That is a hard forty six. That, that is, is 46 a, and a possible. I'm like, that, Lord, that is a season 46. That's a 46 plus, plus 10 possibles. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You could Nigga go possible 56. if you will. That black is cracking. <laughs> that, that black, black is shattered. cracking. That black is <laughs> stretching far as the eye can see. I'll tell you what. I hope it ain't. Uh, I don't want to see it, motherfucker. You look terrible. He do. That, ooh, that black that is, is stretching uh, to the a, shadow. He was a drinking himself on the grave. He looked like the grave. Um, and to end it out, <sighs> Hazel Lee. Dear Lord. That's not your son. Right. If that nigga not ready to go to bed, who are you to get mad and storm off? That that's a grown ass man. Imagine a motherfucker trying to force you to go to bed before you ready to go to bed. Girl, I will, I will slap the shit out of you like the nigga got a curfew. You controlling and you, manip- you manipulative. And when he wasn't ready to go to bed, you went upstairs and got on the phone and started talking shit instead of trying to have a meaningful conversation or mm-hmm. just saying, hey, we don't got to go to bed. I just want to spend some time with you. I just want to talk about today's events. Right. That's what like, you really want. Then he come in and you know that y'all got some issues in terms of like DMs and talking to other people. And when he asks who you, who you're talking to, you start acting like a kid. That's none of your concern. Uh, okay. Mm. Actually, it is because that's the reason y'all here, ain't it? Hello, y'all in boot camp. You like in sliding to DMs in boot camp? What the hell? But I was disappointed that he couldn't even uh, take what he was told today and apply it in that situation. Mm-hmm. He went full raging, snatching her phone out her hand, throwing it against the wall and all that kind of shit. You disagreeing with somebody, you being mad with somebody, don't mean you got the right to, one, put your hands on them, and two, destroy their property. Right. Agreed. That's not how any of that works. No. I thought he was trash for that. He is. I thought it was trash, and I thought Hazel was trash for how she handled it, cause she made it bigger than what it had to be. Seemed like she just wanted to pick a fight, and then yeah. got one. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, friend. Yeah. Um, they, again, they're another volatile ass couple that don't really need to be together. Uh uh-uh. uh. I agree. I watched all four episodes back to back, and my every time I ended the episode, like. Tony, leave. Why are you still here? Just leave. You don't need to make a grand entrance. Literally, just leave. They took that nigga to the ER. You could have said, I'm coming to pack my shit up. He probably <laughs> come back here, but I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> I'm bye. good, love. Enjoy. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like, you. no one's making you stay. It's like, baby, y'all don't have any children. Y'all are not married. You I'm are not like, obligated to this man. It's like, you really, there's no red tape that's keeping you here. I'm like, I am confused. I'm like, I left. I'm like, <laughs> Especially, yeah. uh, like, uh, this nigga blaming you for his addiction, boy. I, a whole grandfather blaming me for my, his addiction. I or I stab you. Don't you play with me. like, <laughs> 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 You're a whole grandfather. I will, I will air you out, Pop Pop. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, Tony does. She does not need. She 
does not need to be there, like at all. Like you he don't, don't need to, he need to be in somebody's damn rehab. He need to be in rehab. He don't need to be For in real. couples therapy, like we said the other day. Also, when he made the comment about oh, I ain't signed up to play no games while I came here, this is marriage boot camp. You absolutely signed up for this. Hello. Yeah. Like they like, have the you formula, not seen the show before? Exactly. Like the formula has not changed mm. at all. They le- they legit do the same drills every season. It's just the, the cast is different and how they react mm-hmm. to the drills is different. But for the most part, they ain't done the same drills every goddamn season. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you knew what the fuck you were signing up for, corrupt. You just didn't. You just was mad that she heard you. That's right. what that was. You was mad that she heard how she how you really feel about her. Right. Yeah. That's what you're mad about, and that's nobody's fault but yours. She walked into that house mad. It was like, girl. Uh-huh. She walked into the house mad. Here she going. Here she in she the, house the house mad. It's like she and here it seemed like she gonna leave the goddamn house mad. And here it seemed like you might not leave the house. <laughs> Going exactly. out on a gurney, she gonna be walking out. You going on the gurney? Yep, agreed. Well, that's it for everything. Yeah, that yes. was all the shows this week. Uh, when we come back from break, it's gonna be Potomac time, child. Whoop, whoop. Let's go. Drag me, Monique. <laughs> Drag so me, Monique. It's gonna be Potomac time, y'all, and I cannot wait. I can. Same. I'm. I'm salivating. I've been waiting for Potomac. Waiting for you. Back in August, I'm like, ooh, happy birthday to Stephanie. Oh, happy birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, Stephanie, tell the people where they can find you, where they can hear you. Uh, thank you again for having me, because you know how how flawless noises is so dear to my heart. You can find the Mocha Menace podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify, I think I said that. Uh, handles on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter is Mocha Minutes. But um, if you want to see Jeremy every so often tell me, go to hell or shut the hell up, you can follow me on Sunny Twote that on uh, Twitter because I do be talking about them blouses and them knees. I was about to say, how the hell did I get in there? See, <laughs> I feel like that clip of Nene. Like, why am I always in stuff? Why I ain't, I even, in ain't even do nothing. See how I get <laughs> thrown in stuff? <laughs> yeah. Well, we are truly thankful that you came through and gave us some of your time today. Um, we look forward to getting on Mocha Minutes after the break and yep. doing a Flawless Noises run, um, yeah. getting some of our other co-hosts on with you. And thank you for always being supportive of everything we do over here at the network. We truly appreciate you. Yes. Thank yes. y'all for tuning in. Um, you can y'all purchase some merch, safe. but it's not going to be processed till after I come back for break. Enjoy your um, break. Y'all deserve a break. Y'all been putting yeah, a lot of hashtag break, content. Yeah, Y'all been pushing yeah. through. So no, take, this take nigga here, TV. Candace, deserved a break. I don't know what I'd be doing. Okay. <laughs> right. All right, big knees. Um, <laughs> Post it for third ship Twitter. AK Jeremy, like, aka Rum, make you come. <laughs> you know AKA freak nasty. AKA, AKA crack Mr. my big toe. <laughs> AKA Mr. <laughs> you Fast. You know the fuck what. AKA smooch my nipples. AKA <laughs> the philanderer of filthy.